Well, that's always a fun way to start things. Welcome back to the Planet Comedy Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Kyle. And I'm Kane, and we are live from your mom's house. <laughs> Specifically for, that's a specific quote to Mason and Hayden. Because we really are live from their mom's house. We really are indeed live from their mom's house. Cameron, what's up? It's been a, it's been a while. I feel like I haven't seen you in a week. I haven't seen you in a week. Have you? No. Not since the last podcast. And and when I went to the wedding, when I went to Hannah and Aiden's wedding. Yeah, fuck love. <laughs> love is a gay as fuck. <laughs> love is gay as fuck. Sometimes. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> sometimes it is. It's not all, you know. Not always, but sometimes. When a man loves a man or when a woman loves a woman. To me, love is like work toilet paper. Trash. <sighs> Falls apart easily. And thin as fuck. Falls apart at the first sign of trouble. Cameron is... Cameron is once again... is, is He's sad. He's sad today. Dude, I heard the greatest video of Pete Davidson talking about when his dad died and uh i think it was i it was one of these past saturday night live episodes and he's like i don't know why they picked me to do all jokes and he did like one of those like looks because like what he's about to go into is actually pretty depressing and they get shitted on it for it but he went into like the whole spill about his dad dying uh on 9 11 and stuff and you know how his mom tried everything to cheer him up and while they were heading somewhere to do something uh, she had on um Eddie Murphy's Delirious on I guess like CD or tape cassette or whatever. Yeah, it was on accident, and he was laughing. So he's like, "So I'm gonna do tonight uh what I think we all need, and that's to laugh." And I was, yeah. So I'm sad, but you need to laugh. Facts. You've come to the right place. <laughs> Not exactly. Actually, this is going to be a very depressing episode, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Very sad. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, the first topic I have on my three big things is obviously rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, we had to bring it up. Goated. Goated. The best. I, this felt personal. It yeah. It felt personal. Because, bro, I, like, I've been. I you I've, headphones. It's fine. Uh, you sound good. All right. Just for FYI, you sound great. I can't hear shit. You sound way better than I do. I but I'm trying to fix it. I repeat it all the time that there's not a episode of Friends as a growing 20-year-old cannot relate to. That you can't relate to in some way, shape, or form? Yeah. There's not an episode. Yeah, there's not an episode of that show. The first episode, the first episode I'm going through the same thing. <laughs> like, literally, bro. We just talked about it, actually. <laughs> we just brought that up. It is, you know, and I hope I hope it works out. You know, I shit on love, but that's just coming from my perspective. Well, but I, if say. you fall in love, you know, I I do congratulate you, and I hope it does work out. But when it doesn't, and this person comes and tells me about it, and I wasn't invited to I this can't. wedding. All right, and I you do, know you know. <laughs> Played, you know who you are. We played ball together. We had some classes together. You know what you did. We worked out together. You know after how you high suffer. School, we 
after high school. We were as friends. Well. We were friends. Oh, that you wedding. You were not forgiven. That wedding that I wasn't invited to. Oh, I know who who you're definitely talking about. Because, because, dude, when Rachel and Monica are talking about it, she, Monica know, knows who Barry is. She knows. Yeah. <clears throat> of course she knows. <laughs> it's her best friend's fiance. <laughs> And Monica, when Monica's just like, like, and she knows Rachel's going through a hard time and still threw in a punch. Oh, the wedding that I wasn't invited to? Yeah, she had to get a little. Tell me about it. <laughs> I know you're down, but I'm going to kick you just a little bit. Just a, just a few times. A I'm going to pick you up, but I'm yeah. going to kick you while you're down. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to step on you a few times. Just once or twice, and then I'm going to pick you up. There's not an episode. Bro. I would argue that that is a lot of our relationship as well. <clears throat> is even though you love me and I love you occasionally, you're just like I'm gonna kick you while you're down a little bit. Let me just get a little foot. Just let me get one or two foots in. Yeah, bro. And I, I the same way. The same way. Yeah. That just comes with nah. the territory of being nah, friends. Nah, nah, you're my Joey. <laughs> and you are my Chandler. Exactly. Right exactly. I love, dude. That's what hurts me so bad. Is you know, as a weird kid who talked too much and told jokes when he got uncomfortable chandler was my dog that was my boy was one of my like true blue characters that i looked up to in television but now the roles are reversed now i am chandler and you are a thigh joey i don't know that that's true uh, i still feel like i'm very much chandler <clears throat> i'm just chandler with monica no yeah no. Yeah. Think so. Yeah. I don't know. Bro. I actually think we're more. No, we are Chandler. I think we're more Chandler and Ross. Because Chandler and Ross are best friends. I talk about it all the time. Yeah, but I don't think I've had a ex become lesbian. Now that's true. All of my exes have gotten into serious relationships after me. <clears throat> Well, that all that happened to me as well. All of my exes are married. Crazy. Yeah. It happens like that. That's what I'm telling you. The world is uncommon. The world is weird. I'm just gonna forbear myself from being in relationships. Why? Because they're fucking. You know what? I actually agree. I think you need some time. I think you need time away from dating. You need time away from the constant judgment. You need... I don't think you are realizing how far I'm going to take this. Oh, I believe you. And I think you should take it there. I'm talking vasectomy in two years. That's fine. No kids. That's fine. I'm not having any more children. No, not no love. No love. Money. Greed. So basically what's about to happen, guys, is Cameron is about to meet a woman and fall madly in love. False. (laughs) This is always when it happens, though, Cameron. This is always when this occurs. No. Fuck that. Did you hear it? Did you hear the ghosts? Stop. I've been con- contacting the arcane spirits in this house for like a month and a half, bro. Why? Because the kids like to. They think it's funny. That turned No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. I think you just need to... I think you need to avoid the judgment. You I need, need to, to avoid, avoid. Also, you need to avoid the expectations. All females. You avoid them all. I think you 
avoid them all. You just try, but I do. I think you're trying to get to the end without running the race first. Fuck the end. No, I don't. I think you want the end. You How do just I don't get out want, of the race? You just don't want to do this part. I don't want to even be the race. Just you do want to be in the race. Give me my cut. Stop it. Just give me my cut. Give me my cut, G. So I can run me my money. So I can get the fuck out of here. Fuck this. <laughs> nah, dude. I'm just gonna become super famous. Buy my mom a house. And then, yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, yeah, that sounds like a good focus. Focus on that. Focus on you. Let's focus on Cameron for a while. Well, and me. No, in the rest of my life. And the rest of my life. Focused rest of my life. Yeah, on you. No love. On Cameron. Who cares about love? Focus on Cameron. Love yeah, you. Exactly. No, you need to focus on love. No. But self-love. Love for Cameron. That's it. Because Cameron's a great dude. No. I like Cameron. No marriage. Just pinky rings. Just pinky rings. <laughs> Calm down, Bob Pinciotti. Just pinky rings. No relationships either. Fuck pinky no. rings are, first off, pinky Essential. rings are no. It's an aggressive stance. Essential. They're not essential. It's respected. First <clears throat> off. You have more melanin than I do, so it's, it's a little easier for you to pull off a pinky ring than I am. If I wear a pinky ring, it looks like I should be—it looks like I should be wearing a fucking Adidas tracksuit, and I should be—and I should look like Tony Soprano if I wear a pinky ring. Okay. Second off, I do not condone all of your disgust towards love because if anyone deserves to be loved. It is Cameron Hobson. Shut the fuck up. I will not. You cannot God, tell me what to do, you Cameron. you are disgusting. I'm not. Dude, my... Well, I guess now X have proved in that. No, no, I am not. You are. You're worthy of being loved. I am a fucking villain in disguise. You know what? At this point, I'm just gonna... I'm just waiting for you to... I'm just waiting for you to die so I can set the fucking world on fire. Well, I, I would say you're gonna have to wait a minute, but I mean, you never know. I'm on Jason's Todd side, one hundred thousand percent. Hey, I like Jason Todd. Cause I I feel like Jason's a good dude. I feel like you would do your damn nearest, the justifiable way. I mean, if it I ever got killed, but no. if you ever died, I would Hot literally dog. hunt the ends of the earth for that person and then kill anybody affiliated in I've prison. Watched. Watch way too die. much Dexter to do things the honorable way. <laughs> Fuck that. Watch way too much Dexter Morgan. Yeah, Cameron has been heavy on the Batman this week. Big heavy. Yeah, you've been watching. Big sad. Them. Holy shit. Big sad. Yeah, Batman is big sad. Bro, I don't. I don't hold you over this because I didn't honestly have the speculation. But the fact that I watched practically by photos, Barb getting fucking raped and paralyzed. Well, the paralyzed part I knew was coming. Which I did. She. Which I had a question about that. Do, I'm. Does she learn how to walk again? No, and they just comic books are weird, and like the timelines get fucked up. I think. Um, 
You're talking about the, now that she's like Batwoman again, her Batgirl again? No. I'm talking about when she's older. And, uh, oh, you're talking about Batman Beyond. And Terry meets her and she's walking. So I guess she ends up walk, being able to walk Batman again. the Animated Series. Yeah. That never happens. She never gets paralyzed. Okay. So she's just Barbara Gordon. That is a comic book thing where she gets paralyzed. So like that, like when you play the Arkham series, that's drawn from the comic books when she's Oracle, which does happen in the comics. She does become Oracle. Which I assume so after, you know. Yeah. But I just figured like the doctor told her at that point in time that she wasn't going to be able to walk again. And I just assumed that she was able to walk again. And she told Batman like, nah, bro. She said, I'm Barbara Gordon. I don't fuck with that shit. I'll help you out any way I can, not going back out in the field. <laughs> like, she, once she figured out how to, like, she had, like, her Kill Bill moment, and it was like, move your big toe, and she did. She was like, but I'm not going back out in yeah, the field. Yeah, she's like, I'm good. I don't need to fight crime no more. <laughs> Shit's intense, dog. I'm straight, bro. Yeah, so I'm good. I'm good on fighting crime forever. But just in the bad cave vicinity? Yeah. She's like, I'll stay here in the headquarters, <laughs> and you go risk your life. You know what? Batman's like, sounds fair. sounds fair to me, bro. Batman said, I'm left, I'm right. I've been doing this the whole time, big dog. What the fuck are you talking about? This is the job. Yes, that's that's what I just assumed, that she eventually like was able to walk again. And just enough to become, like, commissioner and, like, detective and, like, follow her dad's bit and be Oracle on the side. But, like, as far as, like, go out in the field and be Batwoman, she's like, nah, I'm straight, dog. I'm Fuck good all that. that. That was awful. That was, was awful, that dude. Was not good times. Whereas like, Bruce brought, Bruce has been paralyzed. He'd been back in the field in, like, two weeks. Oh, on oh God. That man, what a, that man is a menace to society. He's hitting up race, like, hey, motherfucker. Yeah. And the dude's gonna be like... Hey, you want to take my position? Let me take a dip, bro. <laughs> Just one. Let me dip my toe in. Just the one toe. I'll be fine. You know, well, dude, you want to hear something crazy? Matthew Perry, of all people, was a big Batman fan. He had all the memorabilia. I think he had a like a full life-size Michael Keaton statue almost. That's hard. That's I'm telling hard. you. He was, he was one of us. That's why it hurts so much. Yeah. Like they say in fucking Wolf of Wall Street, Google, gobble, one of us. <laughs> he was. He was one of us. And that's why we adore him so much. I don't know, man. It hurts. It hurts a lot. It hurts. As I haven't watched Friends since it happened. I give you credit for sitting and doing a marathon today. I can't do it yet. Oh, it it's, doesn't seem like he's passed away, but yeah. I can't. I can't do it yet. I can't listen to the sarcasm. Give me a million dollars. Dude, that's such a great <laughs> intro to the character. Just, I just want to be married again. And then she walks in full wedding. And I just want a million dollars. <laughs> and that's Chandler, bro. Dude, for me, one of my favorite things about Chandler is when he's in a relationship with Janice. Oh, and when she's getting ready to walk out the door on him. And he's, he says, I'm awkward and weird and desperate for love. <laughs> And I have never been, like, felt. Facts. Heard, brother. <laughs> Heard, chef. Heard. Do the hug and roll or the shoulder roll, whatever. Oh, dude. 
hug for her and then a roll for you and then he fucking eats you off of it but he goes to pull his arm arm stuck <laughs> bro when his arm gets stuck bro because <laughs> i think they have sex after that and like he comes out the, like the next day and he tells joey like no nah, he, he really likes janice this time <laughs> yeah Everybody starts messing with him, and he's like, no, I actually, I'm into her now. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Oh, dude. Well, not only that, like, like, his, him as a person, like, Matthew Perry separated from Chandler. Like, as much as, obviously, as I love Chandler as someone who grew up, you know, twitchy and someone who talked too much and made jokes in inappropriate times. Like me. Yeah. Both of us, really. That's the thing is we're both Chandler. We just became friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, bro, I wish I had We're just two Chandlers rolling through the world. If I if I handled my relationships or not my relationships, but my breakups like I did this last one, dude. <laughs> I mean I think I handled it pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, think, I say you are becoming the Joey. You are becoming my Joey. Because you handled that very well. During that whole time, bro, like when she was doing the whole cliche, you're a good person, I really like you, and all this other stuff, I'm like, <clears throat> clearly not. Well, no, you clearly are a good person. It's Obviously just... not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in that situation. Duh. Cameron, I've been in that situation a million times. Are you saying I'm not a good person? I mean, you're a good person. I'm not, though. Says who? You just love me. See? You need love. You're... No. God, no. I'm an average person. I guess I'm a lot. You're not a lot. We're both a lot. That's what it is. I'm too much for anybody. That's not true. Yeah. I mean, look at all this. Look at what I have going on. And this isn't too much. We all find people. We all find people to love. Fuck that. And who love us. No. I mean, look at Chandler. He's Chandler dead. found Monica. He's dead. He is dead. But he found... Well, the character's not. Matthew Perry is. No, we'll see, bro. I'm gonna turn it down this time, though. Chandler found Monica. I'm gonna turn it down. No, you can't turn down a Monica, first off. I would be infuriated with you. Second off, you gotta think about what Matthew Perry, the person, said about that relationship. He said one of the his proudest moments, and this is one of the things that I love about the character, is that he loved their relationship because he loved the... Uh, he told her, he said, I want to thank Courtney for making the world believe that someone as beautiful as her could fall in love with someone like me. That was just good writing. It wasn't, though. That wasn't planned. The writers have admitted openly that that was only supposed to be like a two-episode thing. And then they were supposed to go back to just being friends. And that they had such chemistry and the audience reacted to it so strongly that they just decided, like, oh, we need to like keep them together. But that doesn't happen. It does happen, though, Cameron. It does indeed happen. I just think it's bullshit. I just think you think it's bullshit because it hasn't happened to you yet. Like, uh... 
That's bullshit. There's another movie that does this like same thing. It has uh, I think it has the dude that played uh Freddy. Uh, from um Scooby Doo. I mean Freddy Prince Jr. Yeah. Him and the girl that played in uh. Are you about to hit me with she's all that? I don't think no. I don't think so. Cause first off, she's all that. Ten toes down on this mediocre movie. No. Yes, hundred percent. No, that's mediocre not film. That's not it though. No, that's not it. No. So this is another rom com with Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Or is it? I think it is. My mom showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." But uh, it's almost like um, <clears throat> down to you with uh Julia Styles. Julia Styles. So God, the premise of that is uh I think he's in college. Like he's like a sophomore. And she's a uh freshman in college and they're at uh, a bar or whatever and I if I remember correctly Freddie Prince Jr. Goes up to this one chick and tries to hit on her. He gets turned down, and then he goes back to his friends. And uh, one of his friends, who I honestly think about you, is telling him like, you know, women are like this. Like he's one of like one of the like, philosophical guys, and like he ends up like in like doing like uh, becomes like a, a very successful porn director. I think I could be overlaying this, but anyways, <clears throat> he meets. Uh, I would- I would take that. He meets Julia Stiles in this bar, and they make a connection. They end up falling in love, and they're together for a little bit. But then, you know, you see their relationship, like, dwindle. It's almost like a Spike Lee, like, camera cut, like, stuff like that. So, you know, her point of view, then his, then hers, and then, like, you see their relationship dwindling. Then they break up. Well, then you see Freddie Prince Jr. pretty much go and try dating again, and it doesn't work. And then he runs uh, back into her later, like a couple years later. And like she's done graduated college and like went to do her job that she was going for. And I forgot what he's doing. And then they reconnect. And then they end the movie of like, you know, him getting ready for a date. And it's him going on a date with her in the future, future. Or like they're not old old but they're old like they're trying 40s. to s- <clears throat> no like they're oh. still younger but they're trying to like, like simulate like they have been together like for a little bit like since you know they've gotten back together yeah it's like a date night type thing not a date yeah so uh and it kind of symbolizing you know love finding its way bullshit trash dude fucking garbage dude so cameron is about to become one of these people <sighs> trash get the shit every, out of there. every time there's any love story in a movie it's just gonna be Facts. <laughs> every time facts that is so like and don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's a trash movie it's a good movie if you like love to me who thinks love is bullshit at this point fucking dog shit dude the whole like breaking up and then finding it fuck all that no well that part i agree with 
I've never broken up with anyone and then found my way back to them and it worked out well. Every time I found my way back to an ex, it has ended horribly once again. Every single time. Every yeah, single time I have reconnected with an ex, it ended in disaster. Don't fall in love, people. I didn't say that. If I'm in single, love. Don't, just don't. Just don't. Don't, don't. don't let him lie to you. Falling in love is wonderful. But I am the hopeless romantic out of the two of us. That's why I say I'm Chandler. You. You're Joey. I am the hopeless romantic out of the two of us. I don't think so, my guy. I am. I am. I'm just up right now. Do you not remember? Do you not remember the high school? Do you not remember the early 20s? Because I do. I remember them vividly. They were not fun times for me. You know what Cameron was doing in high school? You know what Cameron was doing in his early 20s? The ladies. No, it wasn't. Yes, you were. You had girlfriends in high school. You had pretty girlfriends in high school. I had two. One cheated on me with a drug addict her freshman year, was single all three years. Hold on. Join the club. (laughs) And then the girlfriend that I got my senior year dumped me after we graduated and then proceeded to go to the guy's house that she was talking to before me to get piped and then lied to me about it and said that he forced himself upon her. But that's what I'm saying. Sir, join the club. I was not laying wood down at all in you, high school. You were. It just wasn't. You were just picking the wrong ones. You just have bad taste in women. I had sex once in high school. I had sex once when I was in school in general oh, until I was a senior. Oh my god! I don't know what you heard. But for the longest time, everybody thought in high school that I was gay. Oh, I, I do remember that because I defended you against those rumors. I had your back. I so. Was, I was often, I was very often like, Cameron is not gay. <laughs> when you would go, i.e. me, to hit on women and their response is, I thought you were gay, kind of turns down everything. Well, again, we can go back to our man Chandler. That's what everyone said about him. I thought you were gay. (laughs) Literally, there's episodes about how they think Chandler's gay, and he's like, no. Welcome to my life. So, no, I don't know what pipe you thought it was like. Yes, Karen, because I, sitting across the table from you, am so masculine. Honestly, we're lucky that... me. We're lucky there there was never a rumor in high school that we were a couple. But there was about me. Well, there was about you. The only reason there wasn't about me Are is... Are you jealous? No, a little it bit. Sounds, sounds like he's jealous. I am a little bit. I wish people thought I was gay. I wish people thought I was sassy and dressed well. I wish they thought I was the one. Yeah. Too sorry, I didn't make the fucking rumor. I'm mad. I want to find who made this rumor, and I want to be like, listen, was I not funny enough to be gay? Did I not dress well enough to be gay? That part's fair. I remember how I dressed in high school. That's probably why. That's probably why no one assumed I was gay. They saw the way I dressed, and they were like, there's no way. Dude, I just, I could not catch a break. You were too well-dressed. It was. I was too well dressed. I couldn't. I couldn't dress country because I wasn't white. 
I couldn't dress, I guess, hood because I wasn't from the hood. Doesn't I had I had it hard. It was it was it didn't make any sense. So I just went the pretty boy route. It's a smart call. <laughs> I mean, really, it was a good call. I think it was a good look. Like I've had white kids tell me I'm not black enough. And you're like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to say that. That's not allowed here. Hello. Uh, one, I'm pretty sure that's racist. <laughs> Two, dude, literally, like, bro, like, like kids, like, we know, bro. Like, you remember the black line that we, uh, me and the boys started back, uh, our senior year? Yeah. I've had a couple people tell me that I wasn't supposed to be in that line. But any other time, I'm not invited to these other white events because I'm not white. You're like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just the, that's just the pain of being mixed. That's just what you've always brought up to me is that you're just like, I'm not I'm not black enough to be black. I'm not white enough to be white. I'm not. Nobody claims me, and I'm just like, I claim you. I like you. It's probably not a good thing that your main, you know, your two best friends. One of them is slightly autistic, and the other one is Connor. I think you might be just like really far right and artistic. Well, I wouldn't say far right. I was but to say. <laughs> I, feel, I was like, hold on. But I'm not far right at all, dude. We were talking. <laughs> we were talking today about because I'm going back to work, and he was like really slamming like the whole anti-unionism thing. Why? <laughs> like, tell dude, Connor to stop it. Because he's always talking about like. The union and these, you know, like, shitty employees asking for more money. I'm like, dude, that's a small fucking percentage. Like, dude, I'm working next to people that have been working here since I've been born. And if that doesn't tell you anything, that I will never amount to what they're making right now until I'm at least, fuck, 65. Oh, oh, oh here's the thing. Well, let's say as we... We'll move into another topic, something a little less depressing, hopefully. But he has your strike ended. You're going back to work tomorrow. Yeah, but he's talking about like. Oh, that's what I was getting to, and that he was talking about people that like you know who are shitty employees out there striking, asking for money when they really don't do anything, anyways. I'm like, bro, you keep talking about part time employees that work for a package handling company. I love you, but they're dealing packages. You really can't lie about these trucks' numbers because when they are sold, the value of that truck is 50000 Okay, Kyle, do the math. If they are doing 16 trucks a minute and 16 of those trucks are $50,000, how much have, money is that? I'm with you. I did the research. I looked at all this. And he said something about like, oh, yeah, the whole like going back to work. And uh, only working eight hours, like Ford will like lose like twenty million dollars. I'm like, they have made record profits for a decade. I keep. And he keeps... did you tell him that you all gave up cost of bi- like cost of living benefits in 2008 to keep the company open to keep them from going bankrupt? Yes, and his argument is the UPS's union. I'm like, bro. Yes, they are unions. But our sales are two completely different sales. Your sales rely on internet and getting those packages uh, out. I'm gonna look at the camera here. You I'm can just... uh, you can lie about those numbers. Connor, 
Hold you on, can't want... lie about those trucks. I want you to numbers. hear me. I want you to hear me right now. Stop being such a cuck. <laughs> he, he wanted me to ask you about, like, the, how do you, th pretty much, I don't know how he worded it, but how it sounded to me, how do you feel about the gun laws? Oh, guns is a different thing. Mm. About, like, our government giving, you know, guns to uh, Israeli and then seeing what they're doing over there and then trying to ban our guns over here. It's like, Connor, Well, what are you trying to argue? It's like, I don't know if you realize or haven't listened, but Kyle is not team anybody. I mean... He's I, trying to rile you up. Like, I know what he's trying to do. Oh, yeah, he's trying to agitate me because he see he he thinks you're one of those team israeli team palestinians but it's like bro i know kyle he's not he just thinks it's fucking crazy well I, here's my opinion on the israel and palestine thing i actually have this wrote down on here first things first i am not team anybody what the people did to on october what happened on october 7th to all those israeli citizens that is wrong my opinion is to then say as the Israeli government, we're going to blow up all these other innocent people is also wrong. <laughs> that is my opinion. Is I'm just like, hey, killing people who have nothing to do with the conflict is bad. I don't feel like that's a wrong opinion to have. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I just think, bro, I, I really think that he has seen some of your political posts and he thinks that you and his brother are the same and i'm like okay i mean probably somewhat similar here's the thing his brother's transgender well here's the thing here's kyle here's no no listen to me here's the thing me and connor are he's probably seen my political beliefs and connor does know my political beliefs because me and his dad have gotten into it politically i am very left-leaning i'm very left-wing however i'm also reasonable i can have a conversation with somebody who's right-wing and within reason, within reason, if you're gonna, if you start throwing things at me that I know are nonsense, I'm just gonna ignore you. <laughs> I just, dude, I, yeah, bro. He, like the way he said it, he said it like his dad almost, like, but like he didn't come from it, like, cause Connor, Connor's not really white, right winged. Like he's in the middle, like us, but like he leans. Connor is more of a libertarian than he is full on right wing. Like he's but always he leans heavy right. Like he like he thinks that like you have like the same mindset about gun laws as like you know somebody no, that love, swings no, left of no, like you I know love, I love guns. And I'm like, dude, I keep trying to tell him like, bro, I really don't think you know Kyle like you know Kyle because he keeps asking me these questions. I'm like, are you? Trying to rile him up, cause I, if you think what how you're thinking, I can tell you it's not how it's gonna go. And I knew once he told me that this was gonna be your reaction. Yeah, I'm I love like, guns. First off, I, <laughs> say, I, I love them. He's like, ask him about our government giving. I'm like, giving who guns? Our government giving uh, giving Israel guns? Yeah, yeah, not cool, not cool with that at all. I don't think we should be giving people bombs as long as they're blowing up random innocent people. However, I'm also on the side of of like, listen, you have a right to defend yourself. If people just invade your country. Now, again, I had a big conspiracy theory about that, which was this is the most surveilled country on earth. They knew that shit was coming, and they just let it happen because they were just like, well, it'll, it'll, give us, it'll give us the excuse to start fucking shit up. <laughs> like, he says the same thing, and I'm like, bro, I don't think you realize like how much you and Kyle have in common. Oh, yeah. I, I, here's the thing. I think our conspiracy theories about the government would line up 
why we think the conspiracy theories are happening probably is where we would differ. Probably. Oh, no. But, I, dude, he keeps saying he wants to come on the Shit, he wants to come on the episode. I'm like... Well, shit. Yeah, well, wait, listen, you are going camera this weekend, right? Yeah. When you come back Sunday, fuck it. We'll figure something out. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. We'll get on the show. Connor Applegate will join this podcast. And I'll scream at him for 45 minutes about how he's wrong about everything. <laughs> that's probably what will happen. I, that's probably not what will happen. What will most likely happen is we'll get along a lot better than he anticipates. And he'll be like, huh, I didn't expect that to go that way. And he'll be like, I fucking told you. Like, So like the outsider in me who like sees the common shit that you and Connor have, I'm like, Okay, I don't... You like Star Wars. So does he. Yeah. And y'all agree on the same thing. And I'm like, Connor, I don't think... I just really... It misses your head somewhere. Where I keep telling you these things about Kyle. And you revert back to his political beliefs. Like you're gonna get under his skin. And it's like... Well, here's the thing. How he feels politically is not the same person he is well, not only that, personally. Here's what it is. is I Back a couple years ago, I'm sure what Connor is gestating on, is a couple years ago I was a lot more politically active when Bernie was running. and Because I did. I believed in Bernie. But now I'm kind of, you know, I'm 27 years old. I don't fucking care that much. Like, it's, if I'm being real, other than... The, I do care about this Israel-Palestine thing, but not because of the political ramifications of it, just because it has World War Three implications, and your boy is prime draft age. <laughs> not, not interested in doing that at all. But I'm other like, than that, I don't care. I might. Join the military? Yeah. Really? It'd be, it'd be an easy way to die and my money get uh, dedicated to my family. And for I was going to be super supportive of it. I was going to be super like, well, it might be good for you. No, fuck you. That's not the first thing you mentioned. Fuck you. <laughs> that is not the first thing you said. Eat a bag of eggs. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, mister, bro? oh, it's for a good cause. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that is not the first thing you said. That's not why you wanted to. Dying for a good cause? Dying for a good cause is cool. That's not what you said. You didn't say you wanted it. You didn't say dying for a good cause. You just said dying. Period. Yeah. <laughs> you said dying. End of sentence. I don't expect to live if I go to war. Why? Well, that's fair. I wouldn't expect to live if I went to war. I expect to be the first one taken out. Of war? Yeah. I think you'd be a good soldier. Fuck no. Why? Dude, I'm dying off rip. That's that's fair. You have have, my unluck. You have real bad heart issues. You have breathing issues. They wouldn't even take you, Cameron. No, they would. I'm black. You haven't... (laughs) I'm prime soldier-like. No, you're not. You have a heart condition. So? What do you mean, so? Who fucking cares? The military cares. No, they don't if I don't say anything about it. As far as I'm concerned, it's just a... That's not my problem. It's just a low heart rate. Yeah, the there's no diagnosis. The signs. Israel-Palestine thing. They just deployed troops in Syria over this U.S. troops. I'm nervous, dog. I'm nervous. I'm not at this point. I'm big nervy. I almost kind of hope it happens. Why? Why the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you want that? Don't to wish, get drafted. Don't wish that upon us. I would just have to get a cleanup, mm. shape up. You wouldn't even have to get a shape up. 
they would take this, but other than that, they don't have to do much. Yeah, they wouldn't even. I mean, they. I don't think they do anything. They don't. They don't. Dude, as long razor as razor shave it, they just buzz it. So as long as they don't go. get fucking uh, full metal jacketed, I'm straight. Dude, that's rough to watch. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it hurts. God, dude. Oh, every bro. Time, every time he goes up to the Clippers, I'm just like, mm, <laughs> No, I'm talking about where they beat him in the stomach with oh. the socks and soap. Yeah, that Jesus too. Christ. That looks rough. <laughs> My grandma tried to do that to me one time. Oh, really? Yeah, she was like, she told me, she was just like, I'm old now. Like, I can't, like, obviously physically disciplined she's like i'll just wait for you to fall asleep i'll put a bunch of bars of soap in a pillowcase and i'll beat the shit out of you and i was just like jesus christ savage shout out diane yeah i mean yeah diane was a warrior that woman was satan he's about to sneeze oh yeah i know it's coming he's gonna sneeze again oh got it there's two yeah i'd probably do it not for a cause i believe you but my unluck dude yeah no matter Fine how, luck. no matter how hard I trained, I'd be the first one taken out some stupid way too. Yeah, I would get taken out because I can't help but correct help but correct people's grammar. The issue that I would never make it through boot camp because the drill sergeant would say one incorrect thing to me, and I would be like, "Boot camp's easy." I'd be like, "Say it again." It's just like football practice. That's fair. That's what I'm saying, though. But it's the bullets flying at you. The minute somebody was like, the minute somebody mispronounced something, I'd be like, say that again? <laughs> like, dude, those videos, uh, some of those, um, I guess, uh, military videos that get leaked of, like, you know, stuff that has happened in, like, war videos. Have you ever seen those? And, like... Well, yeah, I've seen a lot of them. The, the whole war in the Middle East is on the internet. Dude, just watching your homie get sniped in the fucking head, that's me. That's me. Not watching my homie. I am that homie getting sniped. That's me. Why the fire that? would stop, and I would peek my head to, like, see, like, just to look what's going on, service the area, done. That's wild, first off. That would be terrifying. I think about it all the time. About getting pink misted? Yeah. If I ever went into the military, I'd be, the, I'd be that one. I'd be, I'd be, yeah. You'd be the first one out? Yep. Pink misted. Gone. Dude, honestly, the Matthew Perry stuff hits freely home because I feel like I'm going to be the first one out of our friendship to go. Why do you all keep saying this shit to me? Who? Everyone. All, everyone in my life is just, Who else says this? Because that's every, not... No, everyone in my life says, I, you cannot die before me. And I'm just like, I can't outlive everyone. Is it just that you guys trust me to be alone? You trust me to isolate? I'm gonna die before You're them. Kyle is accustomed to isolating. I'm gonna die before them. And that's why I need you. To, I need you to give me names. Who said this to you? Because I'm gonna die before they do. I'm gonna die before. <laughs> it's not a contest, Gabriel. You're not racing them to the finish line of death. Why not? Calm down, speed racer. I kind of need you to hang out for a little bit so we can build this podcast up and become famous together. Dude, God would punish me by killing all of you guys and making me the last survivor. I was about to say, you keep talking on this shit, you're going to be the last one standing. Don't do that. <laughs> you keep talking all this shit, it's going to be you. No, I got to be first. Nah. <clears throat> Listen, Dad, we already, first off, I already have a first friend who tapped out of life. So there to beat you to it. No, 
No, that's more of like a... Can't pinpoint it. But me. Me? Yeah. Why? Why are you trying to, like, give villain origin stories to all your friends? Dude, I... I have to have the villain origin story. I have to. <laughs> well, the villain origin story for you would be, like, something happening to me. Like, that's... No. No. Yeah. Like, you are Batman and I am your Joker. Well, that doesn't... The why, the fact... Healthy. No, because how I see it, the reason why they go back and forth is because Joker went through his whole thing, okay, and he sees how successful Batman is. Because he knows Batman is Bruce. Because I, because, um, was it, uh... Yeah, he knows. He just doesn't care. But he does Here's deep the down. He does no, deep down. No, he cares, but this is why he cares. Because it's not that Batman is Bruce because Bruce is the mask. Batman is who Bruce actually is. And Bruce Wayne, like the person he pretends to be when he's Bruce Wayne, that's fake. I understand that. That's what I'm saying in the sense that I like what you're saying is like he get like that but he knows that's the real Bruce Wayne. Does uh, Joker is also like Boo hoo. Yeah. Practically. Like, I get what he's saying. Like, be you. Like, but he's also like, being a bitch. Yeah. Like, your parents died. Like, I fell into a fucking pit of acid and my comedy career was fucking ass. Like, you are a successful billionaire whose parents just so happened to die of a tragic accident. I get it. Why are you being such a whiny bitch about it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's why Joker keeps coming after him because he's like, bro, like, I kill. And I'm going to drive you to a point to you realize either you go down this path or you become, like, stop doing this facade. Like, I get what you're saying. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, so he keeps coming after him, like, he's bro. He's like, you're either going to stop being Batman or you're going to start murking people. <laughs> So he's like, you know, my life sucked. And I, I 100%, I felt 100%. And I, to me, that's why Joker keeps coming. Like, obviously, all that as well. But Joker knows, because everybody knows in Gotham, once uh, Bruce's parents got killed, like, that wasn't, like, an unknown fucking thing. Like, everybody in Gotham was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's a big fucking deal. Because because what, <clears throat> what what was Bruce like Bruce's dad like Bruce's dad was a surgeon. Oh, so like a big top not surgeon in yes. Gotham. Like he was the like the main the dude. Okay, so <clears throat> yeah. Well, in some in some versions, like in the Batman, obviously he's gonna be the mayor. In Robert Pattinson's the Batman. Mm, gotcha. But in like most iterations, Thomas Wayne is a surgeon okay in one of the iterations here's a cool one here's one that you should check out it's a different version of batman and from a different universe where bruce gets shot instead of his parents and his dad becomes batman and his mom becomes the joker 
That makes sense. Rowdy. Dude, bro, they, when I was watching the Red Hood, they really missed the opportunity, which I think is kind of bullshit, but it makes Did sense. Did you watch Under the Red Hood? Yeah. Do you know who, you know who's playing Red Hood, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, they missed the opportunity because they, they had put in, uh, the writing for Bruce Greenwood to say, um, I'm afraid of going down that hole and not being able to come back when what I felt like he should have said to, uh, Jason was, uh, if we kill him, we are no different than he is. Now, if you think about it, that makes sense. That's true, but it also makes sense that, like, think about it. If Batman started killing people, like, if Batman, his point is, if I killed the Joker, what is to stop me from killing all these other villains? Like, it what? doesn't, I get what you're though, saying, but it, but does, it doesn't, it do, to me, it doesn't hit the same as saying, like, <laughs> if we kill him, we are no different than he is. I hear what you're saying. That's very true. I think in a way, he that is what he's trying to say. He's trying to be like, listen, if we do this, it do, you know what I mean? Because his big line is like, if you, like, one of the things I've all, like, a big Batman quote that I remember is, when you, if you kill a killer, the number of killers in the world doesn't go down. Because now you're a killer. Yeah. And I get that. But... And then the Punisher said, that's why you kill a whole bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. Then the number for sure goes down. Because, <laughs> like, bro, like, to me, especially after what Jason has said, like, don't get me wrong, the Joker is a bad person. However, I know... That's underselling it, but go ahead. I know who you are, and I know how I am, and I know... I'm fucking sick. And I and I just walk this world consciously, but I know once the one thing or the closest thing that is taken from me I'm going to go down that route. If that makes sense. Well, I mean, I, what you're saying is like the person that you feel like knows you the best, the person that you feel like is your rock in a lot of ways. Which I appreciate is me, because I, I, I do really do genuinely care about you as a friend. Cool. We're amigos. We're Because I feel like besides Joker's sinister laugh, he laughs because deep down he's crying inside. Well, yeah, I don't say well, crying, yeah. but he's fucking deeply damaged inside. Well, so he laughs about it. Yes. And that's me, because I'm like, well, yes. let's put a smile on that face. <laughs> I don't know that we're Batman and the Joker as much as maybe we really are Harry Osborn and Peter Parker. Yeah. Because, I mean, in a lot of ways, Harry, you know, has his own set of issues and Peter is the rock. Peter is the good guy. And that's why when Peter puts on the black suit, Harry is always the one that's like, hey, bro, you're being a little aggressive. <laughs> black suit's like, mm, nah. Just scratching the surface. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you don't know what your friend is capable of. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I love it. Dude. That's kind of more the, the, the vibe I get is that, yes, 
in a sense that you might be in a worse place at the moment than I'm in. But there ha- we have traded that off our entire lives. Who is in the better position? Who is in the better place mentally? And you pick each other up. Batman and the Joker don't do that. The Joker is constantly trying to put Batman in a bad spot. But Why? that's the whole point. Because he loves him. He no, not because he loves caught. him. He wants to see him. Not That's cause, why. Not because he loves him. I don't think he loves him. I think to him he is the only person who has ever engaged with the Joker. Who's ever made him feel like he's his, you know I mean, his whole thing isn't boring. Because I think the rest of the criminals in Gotham make him feel boring. Make him bored. I mean, yeah, there's always been theories that the Joker is in love with Batman. Oh, I'm not saying that. That's no, gay. that there have been many That's theories gay. that he is like in love with Batman. No. But I think it's more he just sees Batman as like a mirror of himself. Who, Joker? Yes. Yeah, I was just I was trying yeah. to explain that to you. Yeah. I know, cuz you just you watch the killing joke, which is rough. Which oh. First off, you should try reading it. That shit's wild. That one bad day speech, you hear that shit in Mark Hamill's voice. I would never rape a very lot of Sam, though. I would never do that. Well, I would hope not. First off, Barbara Gordon and Sam are not comparable. (laughs) In the sense that Batman is definitely not fucking Barbara. You sure? Do they fuck in the killing? Do they, they bang in the cartoon, don't they? Yeah, they that doesn't happen in the comic book. In the Why comic not? book, it is strictly like more of like an uncle niece relationship. It's, lame. Yeah, in the comic book, they are not banging. That's lame. Well, in the comic book, he's in like his thirties, and she's like seventeen. She's that hooking man. up with Robin at the time. That's lame. Dick Grayson. Dude, it's normal now. <laughs> but they get uh, in the comics, Dick Grayson and her get married. Dude, honestly, I'll look at you fucking like a bitch if you're not 30-year-old with a 17-year-old girlfriend. (laughs) I don't even have a response for that one. I don't even... I've got nothing for that. Wasn't wasn't ready for that at all. Oh, shit, dude. (laughs) No. 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 Straight to jail. No. Straight to jail. Just Talking be- directly to you, Dane Cook. Just because you wear fucking Straight to jail. Just because you wear fucking flannel and some sperries does not make it okay for you to date a seven year old at a thirty. Fucking stop. You are an adult. That is a child. Stop, dude. But yeah, that's it, it, again in the comics their age difference is a little larger. So Dude, it's, it's the same dudes. It's the same. It's the same dudes. Oh yeah, they wear either like buckle or American jeans with Sperry's or Hey dudes now in flannel shirts with I I don't mean to bash you but with your haircut. Thank you. Thirty uh, dating seven. Why stop? Well, obviously I. Oh, you look so cool with a beer in your hand, and she has a fucking you know. One of those... A Capri Sun. Yeah. Like, dude, you don't look cool, bro. Like, oh, nice, you have a boat with a 17-year-old girlfriend on it. You're not cool, dude. Rough times. 
Why is that normal, though? Why it's not, is that it's normal? Not normal? It's not. It's not. We won't allow But it. you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Why is that a thing that happens so consistently? I don't know, Cameron. I don't know. If I did know, I would fix it. Like if I for, don't know why For some reason, if he's a nice guy and he has a nice job, her parents are okay with it. I don't... I, 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 <laughs> Dude... <laughs> He's supposed to take care of our daughter. Yeah, it's because he's old enough to be her dad. Like, bro, there's this girl. I kid you not. I'm older than her, right? Like, obviously, this sounds weird where it's going, but listen to where it does sound where it's going. Where you, how you started the story is not going well. Listen. So there was this girl that went to my gym. She, she's probably maybe twenty. I'm at twenty-seven, twenty-five, twenty-six, maybe. She's pretty young. Um, well, as far as I know, I don't know how the relationship went, but as far as I knew, when she was about 23, she started dating this guy, I shit you not, who is at least 45. Well, that's fine. No, no, it's not fine. With a daughter who was a year younger than his girlfriend. Oh, well, that's a bit much. That's intense. I mean, listen, If again, two consenting adults at that point. Do whatever you want. That's a 20-year gap. That feels weird. Like, bro, your boyfriend and your dad are the same age. Does that not... Yeah, I'm sure it's weird for everybody. <laughs> I'm sure it's weird for everybody involved or not. And she, don't get me wrong, she's very good looking. And I, if you look at this dude, you're just like... Like I swear to God, when they when she would post pictures together, I had to reiterate myself that that's not her father. <laughs> I dude, no, I swear to every time they would take pictures together, you just, you, uh, you just a quick glance, you'd be like, oh, that's a nice picture of her and her dad, and then you'd be like, wait, <laughs> nah, dude, I wait, <laughs> oh no, bro, oh, I'm fucking, that's not her up. dad, literally, bro. And then, well, we know it's fucked up. Well, since I was friends with her on Facebook, I didn't know her boyfriend. But this one specific girl kept popping up on my Facebook. I'm like, I don't, I don't know who this is. I go to her profile. I think she was like 21, 21 or 22. And I was like, okay, but who is this? And then I seen who she's friends with. But then I did a little researching. Come to find out. It's her dad, obviously. But I'm like, I kept seeing this girl, like, on my suggested list. And I was like, you know, I don't know who this girl is. But, I mean, obviously she looks around, you know. My age. My age. I'm like, okay. Well, then I did the math on when she was born. Dude, they were born a year, like, literally, bro, a, a year apart. <laughs> I don't know how that's not weird as a dude. <laughs> And I'm like, bro, you literally have a daughter a year like, younger than your girlfriend. Thing, that is so fucking I am, weird. I am a happily engaged man. I, obviously, I love Sam with all my heart. If I was a single man at 45, I would not be trying to date 20-year-olds. No. That just seems exhausting. Fuck exhausting. That just seems weird. I mean, I don't even know about... Again, yeah, weird, I agree. But I'm more saying that... That seems so brutally exhausting. I don't want to go out now. 
No, I don't, I don't want to go out weird. and do things now at 27. Fuck exhausting. It's weird. It's too I'm not weird even for me to be exhausted. But, but listen to me. Me and you, we're not social butterflies by any stretch of the imagination. Ooh. That's not going to get better with age. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hit my 40s and all of a sudden be like, you know what I need to do? Club. And you go clubbing. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to hit 45 and all of a sudden be like, you know what I need to do? Go bar hopping. No. No, absolutely not. I, at 27 years old right now, I am two drinks of gin in and I'm just like, whew, I'm going to sleep good tonight, baby. Yeah, there's no going out, bro. Yeah, I don't know what world these... That's what... What world? What universe do these old men live in? Where you just are able to operate at the same framework as a 27-year-old. Oh, dude. Not there. So they're still... But the, then again, I don't understand. No, they're still together. I don't understand extroverts. That's not her dad. That's not her father. No. Well, I would hope not, first off, just by the intimacy of the picture you're showing me. If this was her father, I would be like, what in the my old Kentucky home is going on in this photograph? Dude. I mean, here's the thing. He doesn't look that old. Now, I hear what you're saying. I'm not saying I'm not on your team. It's a little weird. (laughs) It no, looks, it's weird, people. It, no, it it's looks weird. Like, it's it, weird. You know what it looks like? It looks like a country music star posing with their agent. <laughs> he looks like he's about to sign her to a, a 13 song, <laughs> a two album deal. Dude, I. Where he takes all her money. <laughs> he looks like he's getting ready to straight up Scooter Braun, this poor girl. Scooter Braun. He doesn't look that old, bro. He doesn't. That's his dad. Oh, well, now he... That's his dad? That's her dad. Oh, I thought that's that's her dad. Her dad looks like he smoke, He chain-smoked cigarettes from 13 on. Bruh. I mean, he's chiseled. Don't they get me wrong. They look the same. <laughs> they look... The, no, they do not look the same. Her dad looks like he could kill him. He, he probably could. He's probably thought about it. Dude, that's no, gotta weird. be that's it's gotta so be an, no, that's gotta be an awkward conversation. Imagine, Cameron, you are a fifty-year-old man, and your daughter brings home her new boyfriend, and he is the same age as you. I'm piecing he him has up. a daughter the same age as your daughter. I'm piecing him up. Thanks. <laughs> there's. He's like you're getting these hands. Cameron's like you're getting these hands. You know what it remind me of? What's up? That scene in uh, Crazy Happy Love when they when Ryan uh, Gosling goes to meet like him and Emma Stone are together and he goes to meet the family and Steve Carell is her dad <laughs> and he's like, "Cal, what are you doing here?" <laughs> Dude, I'm telling, you, it's weird, bro. That would be like the equivalent of uh, when she says, "Daddy." Be- no, and- like Bella, like don't. No, don't, that is the same equivalent. Don't, that is the same don't equivalent. Don't do what you're about. I don't. That is the same equivalent. Nope. No, that is the same equivalent. I, I swear you. to God, that I is the same you. equivalent. It's I'm like, saying no. don't because you know what? I don't know that that's not entirely possible. That oh, that it's ha- not. That that will happen one day. It's not. You know why it's not? Because I know. No, because we won't. Yeah, that's true. We would never accept that. We would. 
no steam fry that poor man we'd be like excuse me sir <clears throat> what are you doing with this child that we've known since she was a fucking infant <laughs> yeah i don't think so well cameron would you rather have only seven fingers or seven toes seven toes really yeah you don't think it'll make you walk funny? I think I could deal with. I need missing three. That's doable. As long as I can keep the thumb, that's doable. No. No? I don't care to walk ever again. Really? Well, maybe. As long as I can wipe my own ass. That's what I'm saying. As long as you got the thumb. Okay, so no, what? I'm still going seven toes. Really? I'm only saying that. Not me. I'm going seven fingers 100%. That's definitely. If I get in my car and I get in a car crash on my way home and I could become paralyzed and I can't wipe my own ass, I'm going to be upset. That's doable, bro. I'm telling you. That right there is doable. That's three fingers. That's seven. Yeah. That's seven. Seven toes. Doable right there. I'm going seven fingers 100%, no doubt. Seven toes. You're fucking crazy. I would much rather be. Like, it's like, again, yeah, as long as I can keep my thumb, Gucci, no problems. I mean, maybe no, not no problems, but limited problems. I wouldn't have limited anything. You suck. I do suck. I'm not saying I'm no, I wouldn't crazy. say like I no, would still Cameron. be successful. I still suck. No, you don't suck at all. I listen, Cameron. <clears throat> I think you're a very successful man. No, you have a good job. You just got a raise. Literally, just got a raise. So did. 10,000 other people. Again, because you're part of a union. And you went picketed like a good union member. That's not luck. No, it's not good luck. It is. You have worked that job for a while and you are a member and contributing member of a union. You are a contributing member of society. You're a good man. I hate that, man. You're just a little pushy. Your only problem is you're ready. You're ready to meet. You're ready to get to the end of the tunnel. You're ready to get to the end of the road. You're ready to meet a lady, fall in love. No, I'm ready to meet the lady. Death. <laughs> That's the end of the line that I'm trying to get to. So I'm trying to get to the literal end of the line. <laughs> light at the end of the tunnel. Would you have rather have tons of mediocre friends or one really low loyal dog? Like an animal dog. Oh. <laughs> I could tell by the way you were looking at me. You thought I meant a person. No. The first video that came to my mind is that one dude. Uh, I, I can't even think of the names, but like Jamel Anderson dog. <laughs> Thomas Adams dog. dog. <laughs> Get a dog in him. Yeah, I know what you're thinking of me. One, one, one loyal dog. I was yeah. like, that's a real homie right I mean, there. You, I could tell by what you thought. Is, I got one loyal dog sitting across the table right now. <laughs> and I was like, no, not what I meant. That's, I mean, that's what I looked not, at. I was like, not, un, not untrue, but I, that's not what I meant. Uh, Dog. See, same. And you know who I think of? I think of your dog when I think of questions like this. I think of Benny. Not, not a more loyal companion could there be other than that horny little shit you have at home. 
Dude, I know people talk shit about, like, <laughs> being masculine and having a big dog, but listen, alright? I live with my mom, whose spine is deteriorating, and my grandma, okay? Having a big dog is not a possibility right now, but I stand by little dogs. They're cute. <laughs> and leave them alone, are you? Nah. nah, dude, I love Benny. He's a sweetheart. He's also trying to get him some. He's trying to get him some of that big ass. <laughs> some of that so Cameron, big ass. He Cameron lives next big. door to a female pit bull, and Benny, I guess, she, I guess she's in heat, and Benny can sense it. He smells it in the air. Bad. He's trying to get that ass. Bad. <laughs> Bad. Dude, you should let him. Let him get some ass. Dude, she's too big. Nah. No, Kyle, I'm talking about She'll like... She'll bend over. You can hit it from the back. Kyle, the size of her torso is still bigger than Benny. That's true. She's a massive pit bull. Oh, I believe you. I don't disbelieve you. I'm saying if that, she sat that on massive him, pit bull... He ain't getting nowhere will in there. sit down and let him fuck no. her. He ain't getting nowhere in there. She's too much for him, bro. <laughs> he said that. That's too much ass for you, dude. That's too much ass for you, dog. Like, it's so bad that, like, because I have my window open, that every time he hears a bark, he just starts fucking like, let me go out there, dude. Let me go out there. Let me go Dad, out there. let me out there. Let me Dad. out there. I'm like, bro, it is not that serious. Daddy. <laughs> bro, There's somebody else is going to fuck. I'm like, pussy I don't there. give a shit. Dude. Daddy. <laughs> I can smell her. <laughs> Don't fucking care, dude. Almost went real deep there. Almost went full on Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I can smell her from here, daddy. <laughs> Let me out. Fucking weird. He is a skinny, he's a little tiny horny little fella. And then our, our last would you rather I got because it is, it, it, it fits the theme of the, of, of, of the sadness that we both share. Lit. Which is, would you rather be Money. St- stuck as a character Money. in Friends or Breaking Bad? Friends. I agree. As much as I love Breaking Bad, one of the greatest television shows ever made. I don't like the feeling of looking over my fucking shoulder. Yeah, I don't want to be a meth dealer. First off, meth, not my drug, not my shindig. You would think, as someone who is prescribed diet meth, that I would really like methamphetamine. You would be incorrect. Not my thing. No parts. Only a one-time sampler for me. Only took a little, little sample piece, and nah, nah for me. Nah, I don't never had fucking invisible bugs that aren't there on my face. I'm straight. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, listen, nah. I just like to go to bed too much. I can't be doing two days of no sleep. No, thank you. Fuck all of it. I need. I like to go to bed. My brother likes to sleep. Uh, but also. Being friends with Heisenberg or Jesse seems incredibly stressful. Jesse seems like the kind of friend that I would have, though. More or less. Yeah. Jesse seems like the kind of person that would call me, I would come over, and I would be like, your life is in shambles. (laughs) Yeah. But then again, you can't feel bad for my times, especially if you're that sober friend and he like you still hang out with him because you love him, and then he tells you like his girlfriend died, and then you ask how, which obviously we know how, mm-hmm. which is really fucked up. But <laughs> when he tells you that, you're gonna be like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst part is is when I'm gonna look at him and be like, I mean, 
kind of agree with him that they like, kind of made the crack call there. Yeah, bro. Like especially when no you, offense, she's kind of wild, big dog. Yeah, like ex- like what what she have like she had like two years sober. Yeah, and then immediately started getting fucked up again. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, I'm not saying you're the problem or anything, but I'm just saying. You're the problem. <laughs> she did have two years sober before she met you, and now she's dead. Yeah, I mean, she was sober for two years, and then she met you, and, you know, now she's in a coffin. So. Yeah, dude. I'm not saying maybe maybe no more girlfriends for you. That's probably what I would say. Maybe no more girlfriends while you're uh, hardcore. And drugs. Yeah, maybe even no more girlfriends while you're a hardcore drug dealer. Maybe, maybe just do that by yourself. Or choose the girlfriend. Yeah. Or, choose one. Yeah. Basically. Choose, choose one. Yeah. No. Nah, or, or be, you know, yeah, pick the girlfriend. Choose a lane. Choose. Pick a lane. Pick a lane, brother. Got a lot of dip on your chip, man. Yeah. Guy. Got a lot of dip on your chip, bro. Pick a lane. Okay. Like, can we Ain't say, no such thing as halfway crooks. Can we say spoilers now? Heisenberg kills her. Like, <laughs> I, Cameron, I don't. The, the show has been out since 2008. I don't think there are spoilers. Okay, so <laughs> Eisenberg kills her. What's that? Not she kind of kills her. She overdosed, and then he plugs her nose. <laughs> I don't know if you all have ever seen anyone overdose. That shit is traumatizing. And to just hold someone's nose closed and watch them slowly slip away from life, <laughs> is, and so, then leave the scene, yeah, and then just oh. be like. I'm out of here. Not only leave the scene, leave her laying next to Jesse so he can wake up your and partner. find your, her. It's one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen a human being do on television. And then tries to console him? Yeah, oh, that's him. shitty. Dude. It's okay. Everything's fine. See, that would be the difference. Maybe lay off the drugs, bro. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. If put in the same situation as Walter. I'm just saying, I would tell you. I would be like, hey, I kind of did that shit. Yeah. But <laughs> that was, yeah, that was like, me, dog. Dude, but it's like, it's you almost can't feel bad for him because it's like, bro, like, especially for a sober friend, you're going to know. Especially if you're friends with Jesse, you're going to know what he's doing. Like, you're probably not going to have no part, but you're going to know, okay? And he's going to come over, bawling his eyes out, telling you about his girlfriend, and you're just going to be like, not surprised. Well, my thing is, like, if you were one of Jesse's friends, like, if me and you were Jesse's friends, how long do you think it would be for uh, before we put it together immediately that Walter 100% did that shit? We'd be like, so. Like, yeah, dude. I know fuck. you're trying to, like, recover from her death, but, like. Joey and Skipper are fucking stupid. You know, Walt did that shit, right? <laughs> dude, like, uh, what? Like, because, uh,. Hey, but you know what? His two friends, like, run into him, like, talking about it, don't they? And they're like, well, something, like, something obvious where they should have picked it up and they didn't. And you're like, well, to be fair, y'all two are idiots. Well, to be fair, both his friends are crackheads. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know, I'm a big fan of Skinny Pete, though, ever since I did watch El Camino. Skinny Pete, that's right. I did watch El Camino, finally, and Skinny Pete just telling the police officers, I don't know where he's going, but if I did, I wouldn't tell y'all shit. I was just like, what a real dude. He said, I don't know where he's going, but if I did know, fuck you anyway. (laughs) It's a real one, bro. That's a real homie right there. Dude, ah. 
Well, Cameron, we'll end this podcast. This is, this is kind of just at this point been a group therapy session. We haven't really even talked about any of the things that we wanted. I feel like we came in here planning on talking about. Huh. We just had a little group therapy session, and I kind of like it. You guys are welcome. Welcome back to Therapy ASMR. <laughs> I hate ASMR so fucking much. Therapy ASMR. Thank you for the rose. Yeah. Thank you for the rose. Thank you for the rose. Oh, bro, it pisses me off, dude. I don't like any of them, but yet TikTok's like, thank you for the rose. No. Here's some more ASMR. <laughs> I know. You're like, TikTok, I'm going to find you. Show me thick bitches twerking, bro. Show me the fake body for you, Paige. <laughs> Fuck this dumb shit. You know what I'll be liking? You know what I'm here for. <laughs> Give me the algorithm I want. That's all you have to type, dude. FYP, fake body. It's nothing but. Oh my god. It's great. Oh my god. I was gonna say we could do. Let's do first team all dime piece and we'll rank our favorite horror movies. Considering Halloween was yesterday when this podcast came out. That was great. He said, I don't wanna see ASMR. I wanna see me big bitches. It's working. It's crazy. TikTok has got the wrong algorithm. Obviously, folks. Yeah, we fucked up. Not what I'm liking on here. You know it. I hate you. So that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> you know what I'm here for. Honestly, it's probably, it's probably TikTok's defense mechanism. <laughs> TikTok is probably trying to protect itself. Like here, look at these. Yeah. No, look at these. <laughs> no. I'm here for the evil content. You know what I'm here for. Quit playing. I want to see thick bitches in cosplay. Send it. Send it. I want to see thick bitches in Naruto costumes. You know what I'm here for. Playing Ice Spice Deli. No, I'm shaking ass in the deli. Yes, you is, bitch. That, that Naruto costume is hot as shit. Like... I'm gonna cry. Oh. This has been a fucking feral episode of this podcast, and I'm so sorry, everybody. Actually, I'm not. This has been great. I've had a wonderful time. We'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming next week, but this has been fun. You can go first, Cameron. What what horror movie franchise is do you wanna pick first? Just doing little dumb dances. I hate you. Oh, uh, so what's the topic again? Horror movies. Horror movie franchises. Oh. Uh, I mean, there's Scream, Halloween, Saul, Friday the 13th, The Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play, The Conjuring, Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity. Final Destination. Paranormal Activity 1. That's an interesting one. That's an interesting first pick. Do you like the Paranormal Activity movies? Are you into them? God, they terrify the shit out of me. Really? (laughs) They scare you? I don't give a fuck how fake you tell me it is. I don't mess with demonic possession. You don't don't fuck with ghosts like that, huh? Bro, at all. I I hate it. I'll go watch them. 
hate every bit oh, of it. Cameron, why have we never done a haunted house show together? Why? Because I'm a fucking pussy. That's why. <laughs> why do you think I asked you fucking like two episodes ago how Lorraine and Ed are doing? Because they're dead. Because <laughs> I know they pissed off a lot of ghosts. I'm chill on that, my guy. Uh, to be honest, dog, I don't know what I don't know what you think I've been doing. I don't know what life you think I've been living. I have messed with several Ouija boards, and it's one of my favorite things to do. You is, are fucking is psychotic. to get on a Ouija board and be like, "Hello, arcane spirits." Do that booty clap though. <laughs> what that mouth do? You know what's fucked up, dude? I'm so lonely that if a ghost try to scare me, I'm gonna fuck it. <laughs> you done popped up at the wrong time, baby. If that ring girl came out of your TV, oh, her cheeks to- are getting clapped. <laughs> like I don't know why you. There's no reason to pull back your hair now. You're about to be face down in my bed. <laughs> you mean you know, that song you were just playing? You're gonna play it and you're gonna be like. Dead ass, bro. It's like, I got seven days, seven days to clap them cheeks. Run me that puss. That's what's gonna happen. She's gonna be like, seven days? He's like, no, you have seven days. You better start doing Kegels now, bitch. Yeah. She starts crawling out of my TV, expecting me to be frightened. She's fucking looks on my table. You're gonna be standing there in front of the TV, butterball naked. With a bottle of lube in hand, just... <laughs> she's gonna start I've been doing, waiting on you. She's gonna start doing this shit. It's like, yeah, stretch, baby. You don't snag that bitch by her hair, bro. Yeet. You're a ghost. You ain't got no rights. Oh, the nun. Oh, bro. <laughs> I think I give a fuck, bro. I think I care. Hell no. You don't. You obviously don't fuck. <laughs> You're talking about me disrespecting ghosts. You were over here talking about fucking them. <laughs> Well, everybody keeps talking about that nun. That's scary. I'm lonely as fuck. I'm clapping her cheeks. You said, you said I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to get a date. I'm going to be like, hey, baby girl, what you doing after that? I'm trying to take my soul. There's precautions here, baby girl. I'm not letting go for free. Said, she's like, I'm here to take your soul. You're like, say less. You're going to take it. You're going to take it. You're going to take the whole thing. You're going to take this dick. You're going to take this dick up. I'm going to pop off a piece of my dick. Imagine, bro. Imagine. Dude, imagine your fucking Samara Morgan coming through the TV to kill your 400th person. And they're like, I'm going to pop off a piece of my dick. I'm, I'm going to put my dick in. I'm going to put my dick in. That's exactly how it's going to go. I'll take Halloween. It's a classic, even though the last movie in the franchise made me sad, because it was bad. (laughs) But I like uh, uh, most of them. Sam likes the Rob Zombie ones, loves them. I fucking (coughs) hate the Rob Zombie movies. Why? They're pretty good. No, they're not. I've only seen the first one. Um, The first one's fine. I don't mind the first one. I I don't like the part where he's a kid, because I... It's like Darth Vader. I don't. I don't need to see Michael Myers as a child. It's fine. I don't need that. I don't need us. But sisters had some nice titties. The seventies one, bro. Oh, you're talking about the seventies one. I thought you were talking about Scott Taylor Compton. I was like, I was in love with her. I didn't know her titties were in that one. Her titties are not in that one. The seventies, or yeah, the seventies one. She, her titties does make an appearance. 
I will say in the seventies one, Dude, little if you if you pay attention in the seventy eight one, in the seventies one, her boyfriend, they they could not have fucked for more than forty five seconds. You think so, Cameron? It's been a while. I I just know. Rewatch the movie and get back to me on this next week in the podcast. I'm telling you, if you watch it, it it, it times out like that dude came in his jeans before they ever went upstairs. <laughs> And then he just left. Because when you watch it, he's like, you. Michael sees them go upstairs. He comes through the front door. By the time he's coming through the front door, I think the boyfriend is leaving. So my man legit hit. Had to go. <laughs> had to go upstairs. So by the time Michael grabs that, he Grab. locks the door, right? Yeah. So he. Locks the door, grabs a knife, and by the time he gets upstairs, he's already putting on his pants and leaving. No, but I'm talking about by the time Michael comes in to go get the knife. He is coming down the stairs, putting his shirt on. My man legit said, one, one pump in. Yeah, because his sister is like still is like naked, naked, sitting on the vanity. Because you see her titties in the, like, literally, like, the 70s, no bars. Like, her titties were out. (laughs) Her titties were out. And she's just sitting there brushing her hair. And she looks over. "Ah!" And Michael says, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, was one pump chumping it. That's why he got stabbed. That's why he didn't get stabbed. He didn't? No, he does not get stabbed. He leaves. Uh, But his sister does, though. Little does he know, his... Girlfriend just got fucking murdered. Yeah, his brother. I was about to say, his inability to... Last longer than 45 seconds actually saved his life that evening. Yeah, I guess so. Not fast, everybody. <laughs> so, save your life one day. <laughs> save your life one day. Pick number two for you, Mr. Come Hoffman. quick. Uh, Come quick, stay alive. I guess The Conjuring. Ooh. Now, those, those are good movies. I'm not even scared of ghosts, and I have a fun time watching those movies. <laughs> Just because every time I watch Ed and Lorraine Warren, I'm just like, God, what a dream job. No. They just go to people's houses and, like, spook ghosts, talk shit. I would live for that job. Just go talk shit to the spiritual creatures. Just to be like, hey, ghost. Fuck you. (laughs) Who's alive? Who ain't? (laughs) I would. I would talk shit about their lives. Oh, I see here that you had four children. How does it feel to know that all of them are still alive today, except for you, you stupid bitch? Foul. I would be. I would be a menace to the ghost community. I would be rolling up like, what's up, demons? It's me, your boy. <laughs> Chetana. It's your boy, Chetana. Oh, my God. forgot about Chetana. You can't rule out Chet Hanks. He's the best Hanks. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best one. He's, he's, he really is. <laughs> Tom has all those great movies, but I mean, nothing will ever top. This is your boy, Chetana. Chetana. <laughs> like, bro, just look at his other child. He is the spitting image of Tom. You couldn't be more fucking goofy, you clown. <laughs> and then you have Chet. Chet. <laughs> Chet is the guy. Chet is the most entertaining person in the history of ever. Chet said, "If I'm going to be the disappointment, all right, I'm gonna turn, I'm a lean, I'm a, I'm a steer into that skid immediately." 
going to be Friday the 13th at 2. A long one. A long franchise. But God. <clears throat> it is so much fun. I mean, you want to talk about a movie series that you will watch and get a range of quality, a range and quality of movie. <clears throat> Friday the 13th is the ultimate. Sam and Haley tried to sit in here and watch Friday the Friday the 13th movies. And they tried to watch Freddy Goes to Hell, which is the worst one. And I was like, you need to watch Jason X. That movie's horrible. You don't like Jason X? No. I fucking love Jason X. First off, I agree with you. That is a horrible movie. But it's a fun, horrible movie. <laughs> the fact that there was a part in that movie where two teenagers are getting ready to have sex. And Jason, who at this point has been in a coma for 3,000 years psychically senses them getting ready to fuck and is like no no <laughs> no no intercourse not on my watch christian morals he really is he's a christian he's just a christian man he just takes his religion very very seriously i'm gonna go with the classic at wally's for me i have a lot of people probably not gonna know this but uh bones Like the like the show? No, Bones the movie, Snoop Dogg. Oh, never mind. I found it immediately. I typed that shit in and immediately found it. What is this movie? Mm-hmm. Now I'm fascinated. In 1979, Jimmy Bones is a numbers runner who is loved in his neighborhood. As its member and protector, he's betrayed and brutally murdered by corrupt cop. Lupovich, Michael T. Weiss, and drug pusher Eddie Mack, who then forced Jimmy's associates take turns stabbing him to death. 22 years later, the neighborhood has become run down because Bones' absence has cleared the way for drugs into the neighborhood. Oh, in the process, one of them finds a black dog who is actually the spiritual manifestation of Jimmy's spirit. As the dog eats, Jimmy is slowly resurrected. Holy shit. What a wild movie. All right, well, I got to add this to my fucking... I have to add this to my discography. This just sounds... This sounds like madness, and I'm so in. Mostly an all-black cast, too. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I would say so. The film was presented as an homage to black exploitation films of the 1970s. Interesting. This is this seems absolutely fascinating, and I'm so glad you just brought this to my attention. I couldn't be more happy. <laughs> like, genuinely couldn't be more happy. I'm just like, this looks... Like a wild ass movie, and I'm so in. In terms of franchises, give me Evil Dead. Have you ever seen any Evil Dead movies? I only seen the newest one, where the uh, little uh, devil root crawls up that girl's vagina and possesses her. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, it happens in the first one too. It's equally rough. Oof. Yeah. Gross. It's fucking foul. Uh, the uh, f- the first movie is a little more... Gory? 
I mean, it's in the <clears throat> 70s, so it's a little more cheesy. But one of the things you'll notice about the other movies is they have a character called Ash Williams in them. He's great. He's the best. Just the best. He is my favorite horror movie character that's ever existed. So in the throughout the original movies, in the original Necronomicon, he is called the Chosen One, mm-hmm. which basically means like, despite the fact that he's a gigantic fucking idiot, he is chosen by God to defeat evil. So he just continuously gets lucky and doesn't die. It's hilarious, but also super scary. But also the new ones are awesome too. Like the newest one, the brand new new one, the, the Evil Dead Rise, mm-hmm. terrifying. I haven't seen it. it was it was a great time. Yeah, that first one, bro. When she threw up on her girl. <sighs> oh, dude! And, and for, just the look, bro. The yellow black eyes. For me, it's when she cuts out. her tongue in half and then sticks it in that girl's mouth. I was not prepared for. I was not ready for any of that. I was like, all right, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be this aggressive, Evil Dead. <laughs> oh, Mia. That's Manny Milkovich, the original Manny Milkovich. And I love the original Manny Milkovich. She did? No. She's alive. But she was in the Evil Dead movies, which... That movie was fucking... Oh. Oh. <clears throat> it's your fourth pick, Cameron. Final Destination. I love it. I love the Final Destination movies. Love them, especially the last one. For spoiler alert, when they, dude, when I saw the latest one, like the last one that came out, I haven't seen it. But have you even seen it? Never mind. I won't spoil it then. Mm. You need to, because it's magic. I'll just say this: at the end, they it it's revealed that it ties into the rest of them, and how it ties into the rest of them is like genuinely one of the best film twists I've ever seen in my entire life. I was, I like, screamed. It was a blonde girl the whole time, wasn't it? Allie Larder? Yeah. It was not Allie Larder the oh, whole time. Bitch. Damn. First off, Candyman is in those movies. If any, if I was going to guess death was anyone, I would be like, it's definitely Tony Todd. Tony Todd is terrifying. That's what I'm going to go with next, is Candyman. Because you know what? That's one of the few movies like from that era of horror movies that actually scares me. Here's the thing. I'll stand in front of a mirror in the dark with candles lit and say Bloody Mary all day. You won't catch a bitch saying Candyman in front of a fucking mirror. Maybe if I say it, it'll be my dad. (laughs) That would be something, wouldn't it? If he showed up and you were just like, Dad, and he was just like, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna kill you. Just made him feel real bad about so himself. You called me for this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? I'll be your dad for the night. Think about it, bro. Like you know what you get called for, and you're expecting like the rain tear. Be some, my victim. <laughs> yeah, it's like a 27 year dad. Old, 27 year old with dad problems, like dad. dad. And he's just like, you know what? I can be for a night, yeah, sure. I'm Dude, like if bees, I dad. if I show up and like to your house, I'm like bees, and Candyman is just fucking reading a, like a story to you. I've hit rock bottom. Kyle, go away, I'm hanging with my dad. I've hit rock bottom. You're past rock bottom. 
you're at that place that fucking SpongeBob was at when they're like, I swear you are. You've gone past rock bottom. If you're picking Candyman, bro, Candyman, you're just like, I would too. He's just Tony Todd just sitting there reading you a little storybook, and you're like, I'm hanging out with my dad, and I'd be like, Sorry. I don't like bees. I don't like bees. I'd be like, yeah, me neither. I also don't like giant black men with hooks for hands. Oh, the hook's fine. Just a scare tactic. Dad's cool. Oh, he definitely uses that to murder people. Dad's cool. He's a dad's cool dude. Camera, he's murdered 46 people. It's fine. It's fine. They deserved it. He explained it all to me. It's all good. Told me all about it. Fuck those white people. <laughs> All right, Cameron. Who's number five for you? Um, this is your final pick. On the board is still Texas Chainsaw Massacre, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Saw. Saw. Dude, the ending to the first Saw movie. Although I hate it now because like he's dead. What the fuck? Yeah, the first one's fucking wild. One of the again, one of the best twists I've ever seen in a movie. When he just stands up when he just gets up out of the blood and peels that shit off his head i was like are you fucking kidding me i was like he's been alive the whole time yeah no bro he's dead big dead big dead big dead because now the movies is uh the newest movie is revolved around how he got up from that whole spill, like when the doctor fucking head blasted off of her fucking shoulders, Jesus. goes to uh, I guess another country, I think, but he goes somewhere else and gets this procedure done. And basically, all they did was nothing. Like they did this surgery and then nothing happened. And he's like, "Oh, I'm still dying, bro." When the doctor, who's you head blown off told you you have about this much time left to live and i seen what she tried to do on your head you did not get up from that fucking table have that heroin addict sew you back up and then fly to another country to have a no you died well not only that don't they do an autopsy of him in like saw four i think so no, he's dead. He's John is dead. Now, if you want to take the spill of the heroin added girl, continue to run it. Okay. The cool. first three, though, the first three movies, nuts, slappers, all slappers. But now him still being alive. No, bro. The circumstances. Like, I thought it was like a flashback. No, this is no, not a flashback. This is modern times. He's yes. still alive. Yes. Insanity. Unacceptable. Like he he got like the people that he's killing now in this is the people who were uh like the nursing staff the doctors yeah and it's like dude no you died a long time ago this sounds very complex like I don't know if you guys know or directors or writers know how the human body works your buddy John here died on that operation table yeah. In the third or fourth one, whichever one that was, when the third he, one. uh, where the lady has the like the shotgun thing, the, yeah, yeah, the doctor, he died on that table. 
And if he didn't, he didn't live very much longer after wow. that to fly to another country to have well, I love a, that the gets, same procedure done. He gets his throat cut in that one. Does he? I yeah, do not know I'm pretty that. sure. I'm pretty sure that's how he dies. Because doesn't the... Uh, dies. Doesn't that... Like, if I remember correctly, the husband is the one that goes through all the like traps and shit. But he's not actually in the traps. other people and he tries to save them in the third movie. Trying to get to his wife. Yeah. And then when he gets to her, he kills John with the saw. Like he uses it and cuts his throat. And I'm just like, I don't know if you guys, have, like, first off, like, having your throat cut is not immediately a fatal injury. Normally is. Especially with a rotation saw. Or what, with, uh, like, <clears throat> a stage, it had to have been, like, what, stage three or stage, That's what stage say. four brain tumor? Even if he lived through getting his throat cut, he still has stage four brain cancer. He's dying. Yeah, he, I mean, at most, John's got, like, two weeks to live. At most. And this is untreated. Like this, be like this, because the doctor was gonna perform something and she wasn't, but she was caught up in something else. So he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna punish you for not saving my life. So literally, like you said, if he didn't die then from that accident, dude, his brain tumor took him out. Yeah, his brain tumor was coming to get you. Like there is no, he went to another place to get the procedure done, and they just fucked. Okay, so if they didn't take the brain tumor out. How did he live? (laughs) Like, if they pulled a hoodwinked over him. I feel like you were like, he's like, I lived through getting my throat cut. And you're like, you still have cancer, homie. Literally. Like, you know, because they apparently, that's the whole spiel. Like, they told him that they performed the surgery. And they they, fixed his cancer. And he's like, actually, you did not fix my cancer. Yeah. Okay, then you are dead, sir. Your cancer got you. You got got. You got got. He's, you know what John Kramer is? He's literally that Marshawn Lynch meme. I know I'm going to get God, but I'm going to get mine before I get more than I get God. So, like, you know, unless your timelines are off or I don't know, bro. It just, I hate it. But the movies, good movies. They're good movies. But the storyline of it, dog shit. I hear you. On my last pick, give me my favorite horror movie of all time. Give me the thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. The greatest horror movie that has ever been made, in my opinion. The greatest sci-fi horror movie. Have you ever seen it? Just the new one. Just the new one? 2012. Ah. So you've never seen the Kurt Russell one? No. Same basic concept. There is a creature that can assimilate other people's appearances and voices. It basically becomes you after it kills you and eats you. I hate aliens. I fucking love that movie. Gross. The whole concept of you cannot trust anybody. I'm like, first off, I would sir, I would do so well in this environment. <laughs> where it's just like, don't trust anybody. I'd say less. Not but aliens. So anyways, I started blasting. That's how I would solve that. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, how are any of you going to be the thing if I kill all of you that aren't me? But also, the the special effects in the 1982 thing. <clears throat> Chef's kiss. Beautiful. Dreamcatcher's fun. The best. The Dreamcatcher. <laughs> Butt aliens, bro. Butt aliens. The booty aliens. <laughs> That's the wildest shit. The fact that Stephen King wrote that, of all people. 
That man was booty aliens. That man said that man hit the cocaine hard. That man said <laughs> aliens that crawl on your butthole. That's my next book. That's when his wife was like, "All right, Stephen, just take a deep breath." Like not, not. Uh, you didn't hear something funny about Stephen King? Not proning you, like wife, aliens going in your butt. Yeah, they take you over. They take you over through your butthole. His wife stayed through with him through all that. He writes a a, a movie, a book about butthole aliens <laughs> and tires that kill people. All that shit, doing all the cocaine. The one thing, the breaking point is when he was, he said that his wife almost left him over the fact that he would listen to Mambo Number no. 5 nonstop while he wrote. And I'm just like, well, everybody has a breaking point. Butthole aliens, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. She, That was her breaking point. She said, I stood by you through the tires that ran people over. I stood by you through the butthole aliens. Mambo number five is where I put my foot down. I've had enough of this shit. So she <laughs> probably did not like Stuart Little then. No. <laughs> <laughs> she said, this is bullshit. Him and everybody went to see that. And she probably walked the fuck out. Well, she's just a... <laughs> Babe, where you going, Smith's part? <laughs> and you're just Stuart dancing. All of a sudden, you're fuck like, this mouse. <laughs> fuck this mouse. Fuck this movie. And fuck you, Steven. I could just see you. Am I going to see you at home? Maybe. Snatching up her, for her belongings. <laughs> fuck this mouse. Fuck you. Fuck this mouse, fuck this song, and fuck you. Am I gonna see you at home? Maybe. <laughs> if you're fucking lucky. I swear to God, Steven, if you pull into the driveway playing Mama number five, I will burn the fucking house down. I will burn the house down around both of us. Okay. A little bit of Mardi Gras in my life. It's such a good song, though. It does hit so hard. A little bit of Erica by my side. Sure, bro. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that does another week for me and Cameron. It was, a, like I said, a bit of a group therapy session this week. Thank you guys for joining us once again. This is, the, this is our return back to our normal time on Wednesdays after NBC decided to get frosty with Yeah, my us. grandma wanted to know what happened to that. Uh, they claimed part of a podcast I used for college football. They claimed uh, part of a Notre Dame game I used. <clears throat> and I had to tell them to get fucked. That's what I spent all last week doing was emailing back and forth with NBC representatives. Fuck. Being like, fuck you. Fuck you, Jeff. Leave me alone. Stop emailing me. <laughs> Name drop. It's like, I hope I see you when I make it, Jeff. I hope I see you in the streets. You better hope if I ever make it out of this bitch, I don't see you out there. Because we don't have words. I'll find you. Don't worry. I'm not going to call out your last name. We don't dox on this podcast, but I'll find you. Don't worry. I'll remember you, Jeff. I'll remember you. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? October 2023. Remember o- those emails? October 14, 2023. 
He'll just, he would just be walking his kids. Like he's just out for a night walk in Northern California. He'd be like, hey, Dad, is that comedian and actor Kyle Ritchie? What did you say his name was? Why does that name sound familiar? Hey, uh, Jeff. It's me, Jeff. <laughs> it's always been me. Do you remember the email address at Planet Comedy for number one? Because I do. Did you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? But anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us for another podcast. You can catch us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, SoundCloud, iHeart, TuneIn, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. You can catch Cameron at Twisted Power on Twitch sometimes. Hopefully the boob tube soon. We gotta start watching movies together. That's gonna be a fun time. I thought you were talking about porn. (laughs) We can do that too. You direct, and I'll just act. Yeah, I'll just... <clears throat> I got you, dude. I mean, I'll put my penis in dirty places anyways. I mean, to be fair, we could we could make a a, a very high-definition OnlyFans account. Yeah, probably. So, catch the Planet Comedy Podcast on OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week on the show. Peace, love, and shrubbery. Cameron, do you have anything else? Avada Kedavra. Dark this time. Jesus Christ. Avada Kedavra. For the killing curse. Oh!